Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast was recorded in Brisbane, Australia, the land of the Turrbal, Yagara, and Yagarabal people. And we acknowledge all elders past, present, and emerging. Hello, everyone. It's Matt Young, and uh, this is Chandra Chat with uh, Vanessa Joy Bristow. So I'm going to bring Vanessa on. We're going to have a bit of a chat about the story that she told on the story Chandra and just a bit more about her so you get to know her better. Hey, how are ya? Hi. Aloha. <laughs> Kia ora. Aloha. G'day. Kia ora. How are you? G'day. Yeah, I'm great. How are you going? I am okay. I love the fact that I don't actually have a, a fully full-time job, that I can do these beautiful chats with you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I'm in the same place. I'm officer, so I've made a little bit of money this week, uh, but into the time I'm just sitting around not spending money. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. Exactly, exactly. So this is our Tundra Chat, um, which is an opportunity for me to get to know you a little bit better. And, um, and of course, um, this becomes a podcast and we share the story that you told on the story, Tundra, um, the end of the episode. But um, for those of you, now you were um, on the Insta Live on the 25th of May, which um, Ugh, wasn't that long Right ago, in the middle of the old like, uh, ISO, right? Uh, it was ISO. I was going to say, it was... It wasn't that long ago, but it seems like it's like this has been like the longest <laughs> of our you know, lives. Right? It's insane. Yeah. But anywho, um, yeah, and we talked about so that was the someone else's. Was that our? Thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. about the history. Right. That's right. Because you told the family. Um, but let's before we get to that, uh, let's. Who are you? Where do you come from? Oh gosh. <laughs> so I don't know. I just I really hate being asked questions about me. Um, hold on. I oh, know. <laughs> Here we go. I have an answer. So um, Vanessa Joy Bristow. I returned to Brisbane after being away for many, many, many years. Uh, in 2015, I started working in the medical field, and then I went to be a flight attendant. But I have also been my whole life a performer, a singer, dancer, actress. They call it a triple threat, but when I think about singing, yeah, I can hum a good tune. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can definitely dance. I can definitely act. But singing has is, is always been something that I want and strive to be good at. Um, I've spent my youth in Brisbane. Uh, I love this place. Went to Kenmore High. And then I, I went to Melbourne and studied dance with the Tony Bartuccio. So if you're really Tony old, you remember Yeah, right. Uh, I then went on to Pineapple Studios in London, and then I was a dancer for Radio One in England. Um, and then, yeah, I've just been bouncing back and forth over many years with Sydney, Melbourne, America, uh, to the point where I went to Colorado and I was in 
Oh, look, something I prepared, prepared earlier. <laughs> I did a little bit of uh, cabaret and theater for, in Colorado. Um, I did some training in New York for a bit. And, yeah, yeah I came home. And, and basically home to me is being near my mum, uh, being near my sister, being near my gorgeous nephew and my wonderful stepbrother and just being at home so I can focus on the stuff that I love. And the, the stuff that I love is, is obviously this talking with you, being creative, and also helping others. Yeah, and you're an actor as well as you know, a dancer your whole life. Um, and so just to, you know, for, I didn't read your bio, so are there any things you want to tell us really about uh, you professionally? About me? Um, highlights, yep. Highlights, highlights. Um, I suppose I'll, I'll stick to recent highlights because, you know, that I've got a huge yeah, that's, history. That's uh, recent highlights, oh, cool. uh, I was the, the, the lead actress in Blackwater by Creative Films, which came out last year. I'm currently in two productions coming out this year, Western Culture and Jiva by Peter Kovari, uh, GP2 Productions. Um, most recently in the past 10 years, I've been on Rake, ABC Rake. I played a stripper. Uh, I've been on Underpelly. I played a prostitute. Um, and then uh, in uh, Bikey Wars, I played a bartender who was a little bit slutty. So there seems to be a little bit of a theme, but <laughs> I think that's I think okay. That footage, actually, I, I think it's on your show reel, or I don't know much about you. It is. Um, which it sounds is like really pervy, mm -hmm. not pervy. Sorry. Um, you big pervy. Yeah, no. Um, no, it's fine. I mean, I mean uh, you know, you go through a stage. You go through a stage when you were very much um, uh, pigeonholed, and for that those years, I was I was a sexual character, but now I seem to be getting roles like the newsreader or the mum or, you know, somebody just a little bit older. And it's fine because I am older and, I, and I've got a, a lot more than I can give. So this is a really interesting time. Yeah, I think, it, I mean, for me as well, I mean, I think it's, we've both been dancers and, um, and definitely, I mean, you know, like the physicality that we bring to, as dancers and this, and this translates to, onto the screen as well, um, often does sort of like, um, you know, or in the past may lent us towards certain characters. So, I mean, I, I love working coach. I really do. You know, like, I love being anyway, and the acting coach that I work with is very physical. We do a lot of sort of Susan Bats and sort of like dancing around and finding yeah, the final yeah. self and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and I just absolutely adore uh, the physicality. And I mean, yeah, and I think it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting now that sort of I'm transitioning into this older character actor. <laughs> but it's I don't fun, know, isn't it? It's, it's really weird. Me. Although, yeah, I was in rehearsal the other day and I was with them um, to do something that was quite physical. Um, you know, it was a bit of a fight scene sort of thing. Well, not really. It was a sex scene. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> a little bit of both. And I was so sore. I was like, oh, just getting like from the ground and sitting on the ground again. I was like, <laughs> I'm getting older. <laughs> but it's nice because I don't have to um, be kicking my leg in the air like I, I can sit well, back. Well, you know. Clap instead of kick. Well done. <laughs> exactly. Um, cool. And you were in Steamboat Springs. Yeah, Colorado. yeah. Steamboat Springs in Colorado. It was a beautiful time. It was a really interesting time for me as a person. Um, and, and, it, and it wasn't very good. Personally, I, I disappointed my brother and had a few emotional issues. Um, I think it was my midlife crisis. I, had, I think I had it there. It's some incredibly creative beautiful people who found a way to find me and make me better. It's weird. 
it was it's a bit of a catharsis mm. that happened to me mm. when I was there. Mm. Do you believe in um, Saturn returns? Like, is Uranus back to being part of your yeah. Saturn returns? Your seven-year cycle of yeah. movement? A hundred percent. I was meant to come back yeah, here, and for years I've, I've been saying, "No, I don't want, I don't want to get to Brisbane." Uh, 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 uh. But I got back here, and I fell into a rhythm, and I fell into being with friends, and I fell back into relationships that I had from high school, and it was like, "Oh, mm. this is weird. This is cool. This is weird." This is cool. I'm just gonna go with it. It's it's just it's it's where I'm meant to be. I know it. Yeah, yeah. I'm very happy to be. I was overseas. I was indeed. And um and you know and during this whole COVID crisis, it's very difficult because like my like my husband, um, my sons, and we haven't seen like February or March. <gasps> um, and it doesn't look like we'll see each other until possibly next year. Um, depending on like there's no flights to countries right now. Um, but um, but I'm really in, in being in Brisbane. You know what I mean? Like I think it's a good place for me to have landed. Obviously, I do would all be here. But at the moment, mm. and you know, it's interesting how this is all this whole uh, global pandemic has put things into perspective. And you sort of look around. And you sort of yeah. Go, yeah. I mean, I'm. We live on the river in Indrapilly. You know, there's something artistically that are happening around Brisbane. You know, we're doing the story chunder. You know, getting to meet new people like yourself. You know, so it's been. Yeah, I think it's a it's a good place to be, right? <laughs> and safest, considering what's happening in Melbourne right now. And and I was listening to, listening to the prime minister, and he said, he said, I've never been a big ScoMo supporter, especially considering he cut the funding for the arts, and I kind of like about it. But um, he said something today that just made me feel so connected. He goes, Australia was going really well. We're all in this together, and we need to support Melbourne right now and what's going on in Victoria because we need to get through this. He goes, "Come on, let's be like Queensland," and I'm like, "Yeah, mate, Canute, let's be like Queensland." I'm so proud to say that that is where or what I am part of. Yeah, yeah, amazing, awesome. Now, speaking of um, journey being overseas, anyway, you told a very interesting story when you were on the Story Chunder,、um, which is about your family history.、Um, do you want to just give us like a brief recall of that? Because again, I'll play it at you in full. Ah,、uh, so I, would, I talked about my great 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 grandmother who came over on the boats、um, to come to Rotorua to work on her health. She had、uh, rheumatic issues and fever, and and she relied on a wheelchair and a frame for many many years. She just wasn't healthy, and she actually came to Rotorua in New Zealand. And after spending many months there, she was healed. I believe that the natural earth, the salts of the earth, earth. I completely agree with that. And、um, she was healed. She never saw a doctor again.、Um, but on her trip, she met and fell with the ships. Uh, I think it was the engineer.、Um, he was my great 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 granddad.、Um, it turns out that、uh, that partly fabricated because she came out with her nurse, and they came out onto. This is what I found out recently. I've had family members contact me and say this may or may not be true, and I'm like, what? What? So she went out onto the docks in New Zealand. In the docks, they used to have people like putting up signs going, nurse,、uh, teacher. This that offering jobs, and they offered a job, and she took it. So I don't know. I'm going to go with、um, she fell in love with him on the ship, over than the fact that she took a job.、Uh, I've got fifty-fifty on both sides.、Um, but what I have had, and I know it's I send it to you, 
but we had her picture of her passport photo. I haven't been given permission to show that to the world, um, but I look at that photo and I see every single Bristow woman in my family. I see the nose. Uh, I see the, the strength of stature. And uh, since then, I've also been sent the family crest of both the Mason and the Bristows as well. It's just been what we talked, what, two months ago? I've had about I've had about six emails back and forth from family members with everything about the history, and I'm I'm so excited to delve more into it. But definitely, we were part of the Mason Jams, and um, and definitely, oh, I've actually had the marriage certificate. So you know how we were questioning whether or not my great great grandmother actually married my great great. She did. So she got a divorce okay. from her first husband, and that was not very happy back in the day. And she definitely did marry my great, great, great granddad. Phew! That's so fascinating. I, for me, I think I've told you this, that I'm um, from like Polish immigrants heritage in America. And we lo we've lost so much of our family history um, because for a lot of different reasons. One, because there was just like, a, it, like the Polish side of the family is a pretty traumatic sort of experience. Um, Poland, you know, went through some tough stuff <laughs> over a period well, of- Well, what, two and all that? Yeah, and even before that, and, you know, in, in potato famines, like you know, one of my great, great grandparents, she threw herself into the river during flooding because they lost all the family crops. You know, it was like, you know, like these incredible stories you hear that are sort of family lore. And again, it's and then you sort of go, well, you know, how much of that is, you know, what we've been, what's been passed down and how much of that is exactly what happened. Um, but also because when we moved to America, like my grandmother's generation, like her, my great, great grandmother didn't want my grandmother, you know, and therefore her granddaughter, my mother to um, they, like, they need to integrate into America. So we lost like our language, you know what I mean? My babshi, my grandmother, my Polish grandmother spoke fluent Polish and she would speak it at home. But my mother sort of lost the language. I mean, I've completely lost the language. So yeah, just sad. <laughs> but um, but yeah, but I love it. You know, it's in to go back and try to start to do it yeah. with your family as well, which is exciting. Did our, uh, our family, our history, uh, everything brings us together in so many ways. I find as performers, uh, we need to know this because our history is so incredibly important. It helps us build our character, don't you think? Mm. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything about my identity. And we could talk about, like, our recent family history, like the, the history of my, you know, my relationship, my husband, our kids who are adopted parents. Like, I mean, that's like, I went to an audition the other day and it was, um, the story was dealing with, um, with trauma. Um, I won't go too specifically mm. into what it was. And so I was sort of like a trauma counselor sort of person in the audition. And the filmmaker was like, all right, well, I just, she was like, so I just need to make sure that none of them trigger you, like, you know, because it's pretty heavy, you know, sexual violence and stuff. And I was like, you know what, I'm good. <laughs> like, like, I've, you know, there's been, a, I, I've experienced trauma, you know, in my life or in my family's history that I had to, therefore it's made me a better actor. And you know, it was so easy for me to access that trauma in the audition the other day, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but but I mean, I guess that's part of what we do, learn what those things are, and then we learn how to with them and then use them to mm -hmm. express ourselves, right? Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah. All right, so, when you so my computer's going on the fritz. Let me see if I can make sure I'm turning it on. Oh, I'm, having, I'm having a moment, I'm having a moment. We're good, we're good, I'm sorry. Um, 
so let me tell you what I'm up to like lately. Yes, please. So how we became connected is through our fabulous friend at That's Not Canon Productions and also my beautiful housemate, Asabi, who is more than a housemate. She is, we, we, were, we were talking the other day over a couple of wines and some food and, and, and she said it so perfectly. She goes, you're my person. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're my person. Because she's the, and without that, that little, I don't know, I don't even know about her, some sort of Disney character then. But she is so my person. She's the one that I go to for, you know, talk about hair conditioners or talk about heart conditioners. She is, she's like the most amazing person and I'm so grateful for her. Um, and we, we got together many years ago and we were filming for Blackwater, like three years ago. And then we decided we just want to do more stuff together because we've got such a great like bouncy, bouncy chemistry. And uh, we came up with Wine and Sympathy, which is a play on tea and sympathy. And uh, we talked to amazing people, hopefully you, very soon, um, in Brisbane who are creative and who inspire us. Because our, our motto, our creed is we're all in this together. Let us lift each other up. Never pull each other down. Yeah. That's awesome. And you know, there needs to be more of it. So doesn't there? It's so funny because we can feel sometimes that we're, you know, we're in a competitive industry actors or whatever, especially, you know, in Queensland where there's sometimes it feels like there's limited opportunities, but there's just, I, I just love to, yeah, celebrate the other creators that are around me. I find that so exciting. <laughs> so, yeah. So I know. You're and doing it's, with it's your really... podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, we, I think we're just trying to, we were trying to stay sane during that whole COVID-19 ISO. And we were also just trying to find a way for us both to remain committed to our mutual passion, which is the arts. Um, Asabi is, you know, she's so amazing. Um, I will always say that I'm her 100%, probably third best fan, because I think her mum and her dad are her first and second. Um, but but we, we want to support and reflect um, the amazing talent that comes out of Queensland, and specifically Brisbane. Oh, great. And so that's Wines the Podcast, and you can hear that across all pag podcasts. And I will play... You know, I actually had a couple well. of things. <laughs> I, got, ha, ha, I got told off by my um, my best friend, and I got told off by my mum that I swear too much. It's true. I think I do <laughs> a bit of a potty now. <laughs> oh. I haven't noticed, but you know, we'll we'll put a rating on it's uh you know G thirteen. <laughs> and um, so Matt, so tell me more people... about you. I want to know about more about you. You sit here and you interview all of us wonderful people, but you you mentioned before that your husband's in Fiji. When is he going to be back? Uh, we mean it, um the commercial airline isn't flying right now, so. Uh... So they're scheduled to come back in September, but they might sail back because we have a boat. This is actually super weird. Um, have you seen the film Adrift with um, Shailene Woodley and yeah. Sam Claflin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on yeah. Netflix at the moment. So the boat that, yeah. So the boat that Sam sails in on, we actually in that boat now. <laughs> because um, it's left, like it was sailed, I think I think they sold, sails it over from New Zealand or something. But anyway, it was left there after the film. Uh, like they had like, you know, they had like the, the boat, but then they had like, sort of like a boat set. Um, and we ended up buying it because we both worked on the film as extras and I um, utility stand and all that sort of business. And so um, 
Yeah, so they might sail back, with all, but I was like, don't do an adrift on me. <laughs> like, wait until it's not, you know, cyclone. Yeah. And we've both been dancing in the past. So like Tony Rotuccio, um, mm. so we must know people in common. Did you ever dance on Australian TV and Starstruck or anything like that back in the So um, when I did the Tony Rotuccio course, I wasn't 100% well-liked because all my teachers seemed to give me jobs outside of the course. I remember a story, this is true, right? Um, all the girls were having a sleepover and I was invited, but I was also working for Mitch, our hip-hop dancer, teacher. And I had three gigs with him that night. So we, we would dance 15 minutes in cages and, and nightclubs in, in Melbourne, get paid a couple hundred dollars per 15 minutes. Um, anyway, and I was done by about three or four o'clock. So I, I said to my friends, and this is before mobile phones too, it was around about the time of beginning of mobile phones, but not really. But I said to them on the Friday, I'll come over, I'll push your buzzer when I, when I finish about 3 a.m. On, on Saturday. If you're still awake, I'll, I'll come in. They made me wait out the front of their apartment for an hour, close to an hour. <laughs> so my experience at Tony Bartuccio, even though I, I, I did well, and it was a really amazing learning experience. I did a lot of stuff with Tony as well. Um, and I did a lot of stuff with other teachers. I even traveled through England with another teacher. Um, the experience with the girls there, I've only just recently found them all again on Facebook in the past couple of years. And it took me almost 15 years to forgive them for the bullshit yeah. they put. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, it's, it's just, um, it's dancing. Didn't you get that? When you were a dancer? Yeah, well, I did chorus line. I took uh, a chorus line when I was 25. And I mean, there were definitely, and I mean, it's interesting because we've all sort of reconnected. One of the dancers from our tour died about ago. Um, and it was well, the I'm first so one of us, you know, because, oh, but, you know, we were all like 97, 98. Um, and so it really hit us when <laughs> one of us left this earth. So we all reconnected. And it's, it's interesting because like the people that, yeah, that, you know, that the petty G fights with, you know what I mean? Because we had, we traveled all two buses on this tour and so there was like you know right bus or that bus and you on and with like yep. fights and then they seats and you'd be on the other bus yeah and um but it's but it's been nice to yeah to reconnect with that dance world and you know we all seem to like each if other only, now, which is good but we if only like we had, better, even though we treat each other horribly <laughs> well we kind of did if only we had our 40 year old brains in our 20 year old bodies oh my god the world would have been amazing but we weren't, we were so consumed with this, I don't know, petty competitiveness. Mm, yeah, I, I know, know, I know. But anywho, yeah. And it, and so then, um, so, I mean, have you, like, I like one of the questions I always ask is like, how did you become a storyteller? What, you know, inspired you to be a storyteller? So like, was dance into acting, was it a transition or were you acting the whole time? Or, you know, what's um, I think every dancer is an actor because you need to interpret the story and the feeling behind every song. And most songs have mm. lyrics. I believe every dancer is an actor. Um, mm. It's not everyone that gets the chance that I did. I was incredibly blessed to have, and I always, and I still do, a pretty amazing family. Uh, when I came back from living in London and dancing all around England and London and Europe, um, I lived with my sister and my mum in Turinga, Tawong or Turinga, whatever. And my sister found this competition on the TV week. And she's like, oh, my God, Vanessa, you're telling me to do this. And I'm like, what is it? She's like, well, it's a competition. If you enter and put your details in and do a, like a monologue, you can win a scholarship to TAFTA. 
the Australian Film and Television Academy. And I went, mm. all right, here we go. Explicit beep. Fuck it. I'll do it. So I was like, okay. So my sister helped me. We had our old VHS. We we did a little bit of a chat chat. We did a bit of a CV. And and this is before all that cool stuff. It was like 1997. Um, and we sent it through and I got chosen. It was 5,000 people Australia-wide that got chosen. And then it got muddled down to 500 or 1,000, whatever. And then it got muddled down to 10. And then I won. And it was really cool. I remember... Um, I was, I was actually working for the Queensland government on the Mabo decision and um, mm-hmm. I was the receptionist at, at the, in, the, in Brisbane City and the phone call came through. I was like, Vanessa, there's a phone call from you. It's Paula Duncan. I'm like, what the fuck, really? Because, you know, I'd done, I'd done the audition, I'd done the go-to, I'd done the sit-down. It had been about a three-week process, like from the initial sending off the VHS, all that sort of stuff. And, and I was, I'm on reception. I've got this beautiful, my receptionist lady with me. And I'm sitting in this amazing building that was celebrating the people who Australia started off with, our, the Aboriginals who, you know, in my opinion, are the rightful owners of the land. Um, and I was working for them. And I get this phone call saying that I've kind of now been accepted as an Australian because I'm now going to the Australian Acting and Film and Television Academy. I, am, I was on the phone. I'm like, hello, Paula. She's now my Facebook friend and everything. And, and it was just, it was just the coolest. I don't remember exactly what I said or what she said, but I know that it was the coolest conversation I've ever had. Um, and she was just super sweet and and perfect. And and I met her husband, ex husband now, but partner at the time, John Orsick. Um, and I worked with him. And I, I studied with some of the most amazing teachers at Tafta. Um, mm. And I also met some pretty cool people who have gone on to do super cool things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Tafta was it was a, a full scholarship, um, and I and then the next year I got a partial scholarship. So I still paid to be part of the thing, but I got a, I got like an extra three and a half thousand dollars. So I did two years of Tafta, um, pretty much for you know half price. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, I won two scholarships two years in a row, and I'm supremely grateful for them and and for Paula and John who created Tafta. Mm, that's fantastic. That's great. You know, I was thinking about this um, earlier as well, because I'm working with um, a director right now who's a, who's a Broadway director. So we, we never worked together, but we both worked for the same choreographer and strumming um, when I did The Producers here and he did um, Music Man on Broadway. And, right. Um, and we were, and I was saying, you know, this comes back to like what you're talking about with acting and, um, you know, and, like nowadays, like, <laughs> I'm so I, it's, I'm not I'm clearly not late, but you know I'm stubborn um and like back in the day we just like go into the room and like just do our monologue or our song or our choreography yep. and get hired like with not like we had no social profile we had no show no. reel you know what I mean like sometimes you even bring your picture and resume you know what I mean you had like a card uh, like a little you know I remember like, our little like comp cards and they, they had our stats on the back and, that, and you just like yeah. chuck that at people. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's funny. It's interesting. But I mean, but I think also, again, like I'm just fascinated in hearing all of your history as a performer. Um, and I'm excited. I can't wait to come and see you live and have a drink with you afterwards. I can't wait for Story Chunder to be live again. How do you feel yeah. about that? Well, we start up again on the 13th, Monday. Yep. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, no, I'm pretty excited. I mean, you know, it's, it's, of course it's challenging because of you know, what we're seeing happening in other states, but um, I was really, like, we closed down- Hi, Janelle! <laughs> we Sorry. closed down pretty quickly at the beginning of COVID because I was like really nervous. But now we're feeling pretty, I'm feeling pretty. I mean, I think that Queensland's done the right, you know, I think everything's being monitored. So I'm excited to just get back to theater. And, I, and I'm happy that it's a small yeah, event. Right? You know I mean? Like, you know, we're not going into a stadium with, you know, tens of thousands of people. It will, there'll be like 20 or 30 of us and we can keep our distance and have a good time and then have a drink. And then off into the night we go. So I'm excited. So check out the Story Tundra. Um, on July 3rd in Brisbane, if you are here, come check us out and hear some stories. The theme is favorites, and I've got some new storytellers as well as some storytellers you've never heard before. So that's exciting. Yeah. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Asabi and I will be there. Yeah, no, we've got um, Sam Liddell is um, going to be telling a story who's an actor and Cassie George who's an actor. And I've got a couple of um, women from um, a podcast called, put me on the spot. Oh. It's all right. The only Not podcast you should know is Wine and Sympathy and, and the Story Chamber. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it should be fun. Um, great. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap up. Um, but okay. yeah, everyone check out Wine and Sympathy. And, um, any, and where else can, Bristow, can we find you? Oh, look, you can on find me on Lafayette's blog, Vanessa Joy and Bristow. You can even find me on Instagram, Vanessa Joy Bristow. Pretty much anywhere you want to put my Vanessa Joy Bristow into Google, you will find me. Don't look at the porn sites because it's not true. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and doing a Tundra Chat. Play your um, story that you told on the program um, during isolation. And we look forward to seeing you live because I haven't actually met you. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait to give you an elbow or a cuddle. Exactly, exactly. What are we That's allowed to do? Are we allowed to cuddle or are we, is it just the elbow? We're still sort of a polite distance. All right, so I'll give you an elbow. We can, we can nod. We can do sort of like a dance class when you sort of nod to the teacher thing. <laughs> I would love that. All right. All right, well, gorgeous man. Thank you so much for having me again. I appreciate it. No worries. See ya. Take care, everyone. Thanks for spending the Chandra Chat with Matt Young and Vanessa Joy Bristow. Bye. Well, it's funny because like I've, I've kind of been breaking tradition my whole life and I was chatting with my mom and my dad and my friends trying to figure out the story that, I don't know, would be funny but also be, uh, I don't know, lovely to watch and listen to. And I kind of had to go back into my history. And I want to go back to the original Bristow woman who was the trailblazer who started it all. So this is a bit of a story from my history. Um, years and years ago, my dad's great-grandfather on my mother's side, sorry, his mother's side, was the lover to, uh, to the heiress of the Mason Jam Company in Liverpool, England. So everybody knows Mason Jams. They're like a million, billion-dollar empire. I'm not worth a billion dollars, but my previous family was. Um, Anyway, she came to New Zealand and she was on board a ship, but she was confined to a wheelchair because she was very sick. The reason why she was coming to New Zealand or going to New Zealand was because she heard that the waters of Rotorua were going to heal her. Anyway, her and her nurse made friends with a carpenter on board and his name was, well, my great-great-granddad. It was Bristow. Anyway, they fell in love and... Uh, the Mason family didn't really appreciate that because they were a reasonably well-off Jewish family and they didn't really appreciate the fact that my great-great-grandmother, great-great, anyway, her, she was having an affair 
with my great-great-grandfather because she was already married uh, <laughs> to somebody in Liverpool. Um, they sent out uh, the husband, they sent out the brother who was actually uh, murdered in South Africa, which is kind of epic. And um, this left my grandmother all alone in New Zealand with my, well, I'm sorry, my great-grandmother all alone in New Zealand with my grandfather. They ended up never getting married because she was always still married to this other guy. Um, they got a beautiful family. She gave up the millions of the jam business and she gave up the chance to, to be their heiress for my great-great-granddad. I don't think they ever got married. They broke tradition 100% just by living together in sin. And this was like a long time ago. My dad actually lived with my great-great-grandmother until she passed away at the age of 80. Um, and I, I remember stories about her and I remember stories from my nana and also my mama talking about her and how she was so feisty and how she never let anyone get in her way and how she always said that women can do it. And I feel like she was the original trailblazer for the women of my Bristow on my father's side. And that's just my father's side, not my mother's side. And I've already got on my mum's side, I've got a, like even more amazing women. And I just, I feel like if the theme, Breaking Tradition, is all about just being a strong woman and, and owning it and knowing my worth. Hi. Hi, my name is Vanessa. And I am Asabi. And together we are Wine and, and Sympathy. Sympathy. That's right, a brand new podcast coming to you from Brisbane, Australia. Together we are going to talk about life, love, relationships, friendships, everything issues <laughs> and what it's like to be a fabulous 40 something in today's era yeah we've got a lot to talk about we have a lot to talk about and we've got a lot of people that we need to talk to lots of people to talk to so we will be bringing to you guests from brisbane itself interesting people that we think you need to know so check us out we're on all the socials insta the facebook youtube twitter Oh, we're everywhere. <laughs> we are everywhere. And we'll have a website coming soon. So check us out. Wine and Sympathy podcast. See, See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.